Welcome to Humans Breathing, the podcast that's going to help you to use breathing as a tool for personal development and spiritual growth. Chapter 5. The Brain Control Center. The brain is one of the most complex organs in the human body. It's part of the central nervous system. Its weight is approximately 1.5 kilograms and it represents 2% of the total body weight. Also, it receives approximately the 25% of the total blood that the heart distributes. It took approximately 2.5 million of years to the nature to have the brain that we have now, since the appearance of the first hominids. So, it's a very complex system. And the brain of the mammals are closely related to each other. In fact, if you compare a human fetus in its first trimester of development with a primate or a cat, well, they will look very similar between them. The brain is formatted by layers, as if it were an onion. So, starting from the inside out, we will have... First, we find the, the brainstem. It is the base of the brain and is directly connected with the spinal cord. It's not only a bridge between the brain and marrow, also it has ancestral and primitive functions that we have in common with other animals. Thanks to these functions uh, is that we can live. Some of these are the autonomous control of breathing and heart rate, and it's also the responsible of some of the body reflexes, such as suction, high cup, uh, cough, sneezing, sensitivity to pain, vomiting, etc. And also, it regulates the circadian cycle, sleep awake. The next layer is the cerebellum. This part of the brain has almost half of the neurons of all the brain. Along with the brain stem, they were the famous reptilian brain. I'm sure you have heard about it. This is a theory that is not very valid today because of it, its simplistic view of the brain. Among its functions are the activation of muscles, regulation of balance, intervention in the regulation of emotional states, also creates association between sensation, experiences, and feelings, and it has been thought that the cerebellum has a cognitive function, and right now is under study if the size of this part has to do with the intelligence of a person. That's not sure for now. Next we have the diencephalon. This is an anatomical structure that connects the two hemispheres of the brain. And it's composed of the thalamus, the hypothalamus, and other smaller structures. The thalamus is a very important structure in the physiological and mental processes. 
Some of its functions are the integration of sensory data. It means that this part processes all the data delivered by the sense, with exception of the smell, because this one has uh, its own center. It regulates the sleep-awake cycle with the help of the cerebellum. Also helps with processed um, attention and awareness. And it's important for the ability to think. The use of language, focus attention, etc. Also, it helps to regulate emotional states. And the thalamus, together with the hypothalamus, are part of the limbic system which is a set of structures that are responsible for the regulation of emotions and their motor, motor expression. Now, we have the hypothalamus. This one helps the body to be in balance, having the, the hormone levels in balance, also the biochemistry, the heart rate, and the respiratory rate. This includes also some glands and make these glands to release some hormones and neurotransmitters, very important for the correct function of the body. So it can generate more stress or activation or in the opposite side, more depression. Also the hypothalamus take care, takes care of the body temperature, the circadian cycle, sexual impulses, and thirst. It's also part of the limbic system, as I mentioned before. The thalamocephalon is the most visible part, and it's composed by the cerebral cortex, the basal ganglia, and the limbic, limbic system. So let's begin with the cerebral cortex, also called just cortex. Its main characteristic is that it is a rough area full of folds. This is where the brain is divided into right and left hemisphere, and each one has subdivisions called lobes, such as the parietal lobe, frontal lobe, occipital lobe, etc. Loves have very specific regions responsible for very complex fo functions, such as language, communication, voluntary, voluntary fine movements, etc. Et the basal ganglia are a group of structures located below the cerebral cortex and distributed symmetrically under each hem hemisphere. Thanks to them, we can perform other types of equality complex actions, such writing, speaking, changing facial expressions voluntarily, etc. And finally, the, the limbic system. It's, this is a set of structures are weathered in the brain. Their functions, functions are related to the appearance and regulation of emotions and their body responses. So some time ago, there was a lot of uh, talk about three types of brain, the reptilian brain, the limbic system, and the neocortex. 
this have simplified a lot the perception of the brain and today is kind of disused however the term limbic system or limbic system is it reminds in force the brain will be remind a mystery until we have more advanced technology that allow us to go to the smallest corner of it however with the, the correct the current knowledge uh, we can decipher we can decipher many of our most basic behaviors such breathing and managing emotions in later episodes we will be ta talking more about about this and we are going to discover how our rational cortex will going to help us with the voluntary manage of these characteristics and they're going to make a significant change in our behavior patterns for example being more aware uh, of our actions and what we can or cannot do so keep in tone and wait for the next episode Thank you for being here, for listening this chapter, and I will wait for you in the next episode. Remember to visit our social media, which is in the description of this video, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for being here.